0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Yep, it's me, the ranty bastard. It's been a long time. It's also been a long time coming. And I'm back, bringing you a brand new edition of Couch Party. Our good friend H.A.B. has stepped away from the mic, but he's been gracious enough to allow me to pick that mantle up and keep the Couch Party crew going. So, with no further ado, let me introduce you to this week's guests, Jake and Tom Of Jake and Tom Conquer the World, by far one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, Uh, two of the most creative sons of bitches you have ever heard on a microphone, and uh, it's been my pleasure to have them uh, break ground on the relaunch of this awesome show. Uh, You're going to hear from everybody in the Couch Party crew, Uh, past, present, uh, guests, you name it, and you're going to hear from them, so uh, fuck it, have a good time. Enjoy.
1: Uh, well, Ranty, the Ranty Bastard is relaunching Couch Party, and we're his first guests.
0: Two, one, boost ignition, and off you realize what you've done? Now you're all in big, big trouble. You're a moron. You blew it. You blew it. You like that? Yeah. You like that? No. No, man. Shit, no, man.
1: Oh, no! We suck!
2: <laughs> but we're still talking. I'm a big guy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which by the way, how's your back? And I I know it's been a while, but
2: uh, much better. Um basically I'm at a point right now where, you know, I have healed up from some of the falls, but not now it's my knee uh, cuz I'm a mailman. And I it's it's ice season, so mm. all these motherfuckers who keep ordering packages online and we have to deliver them to their fucking house cuz they choose not to have a large mailbox, even though these assholes know they're getting a shitload of packages. Fuckers order I'm going to rant for a second. Sorry here. Go. Hopefully, uh, these people, I, I get, if you're the kind of person who gets like a package every couple of months, no big deal. But there are people who in a six day delivery week, seven day, actually with Amazon uh, will get a package almost every day or every other day. And yet they still have like just the minimum size, standard size mailbox. And so we're constantly, constantly having to drop stuff up, uh, up at their door. I, 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 it drives me batshit crazy because they can get a they could if they're so obsessed with ordering online. You can order a big mailbox online, and well, I'll gladly deliver it to you.
1: Jake, didn't you constantly <laughs> have like huge amounts of comic books uh, delivered to your house? Or oh, no, no, no not even that to your father's house. Yeah, but do you remember uh, I had a very large mailbox? Not large enough to fit a huge box of comic books into.
2: No, but also at least I. Um, I didn't know about that because I wasn't a mailman. Also, in other words, it's okay for you to do that. No, it's not okay because back then I was a fucking asshole, and I only got a box of comics once a month. Top.
1: Okay, it's, that's fair. But, but still, like, it's not you, like you knew the nature of the job before you even grabbed the application, didn't you? Yeah, that doesn't make it doesn't <laughs> mean I can't complain. <laughs> just
2: because, just because you know, just because you know the job. If you take the job as a shit shoveler and you're pissed off about all the shit you have to shovel, that's still fine. Doesn't mean it doesn't make it permanently okay because you knew getting into this, uh, you were a shit shoveler. Doesn't mean you can't complain about shoveling shit
1: all day. <laughs> yeah, but it takes the edge off of that complaining just a little bit, doesn't it? You know, it doesn't give you that oomph of righteous uh, indignation. I, I don't care about that time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: see here. You're, you're, you're here, like I feel like I need to be justified to bitch and moan about something. Usually, true.
1: that's one of the prerequisites, now, isn't
2: it? Well, I'm also a big, fat hypocrite. This is stuff you oh, know. you've known well,
1: for a very long time. Yeah, at, at least you're embracing it
0: now.
2: Uh, I don't shy away from my my problems.
0: Uh, so I, here, know what, I know we what I what Here we have a prime facility like 10 miles away, and we have everybody with a minivan falling all over themselves to be a subcontractor.
2: Oh, uh, see, and I'm, I'm hearing nothing but bad stuff about about uh, about Amazon, like if you work directly for them.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and their turnover is massive.
2: Yeah. They, heard, they, they,
0: well, like from you know, what I understand, they cut you at day 89, so they don't have to offer you benefits.
2: Nice. I have heard nothing but horror stories about that. And and a lot of people at the post office are worried that eventually, and I'm hoping this part doesn't end the show because I don't want to get myself in trouble with work. Uh, but a lot of people who work at the post office were kind of worried that eventually we're going to lose all that Amazon business because they're eventually going to... You know, cut us out and just go directly to delivering. I
1: thought you were going to say they were going to buy the postal service.
0: Well, they can afford it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they enough have money
1: efficiently too. Pro- uh, hey, now,
2: <laughs> <laughs> shots fired! <laughs> shots fired! Yeah, I'm, I'm a company man, Tom.
1: Yeah, and I shouldn't mess uh, with you too much. Not only are you a postal worker, but I happen to know that you own guns. I do. Oh, and uh, for the record, you don't even joke about that.
2: <laughs> I've I've only worked the Pulse office for a couple years, and yeah, there's certain things there's no
0: sense of humor about. Nope. I, I was just gonna say, Tom, you should watch it because next time you order something, it's gonna be in the middle of the street with a post it note that says, "Oh yeah."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see people like, pulling just the white like, strings
0: yep. for that. Yep, Jake Jake filled in that day. <laughs> we got a postman that's sick two hours away. I got it. I got it. it.
2: I'll pick up a ship. We
1: can
0: do that. (laughs) We're all out. Yep. You better start having shit sent to work, Tom.
1: Hell hath no fury like the postman scored. Scorned is what you're saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's
2: all kind of spiteful stuff that happens. I, I do this one spiteful thing where I love when people, when I have to drop off a package at someone's door, I purposely put it on their steps and if their door opens outward, which most of them do, so they have to open their door and knock the package down. I don't know why. But for whatever reason, that brings me just a little bit of joy.
0: Or or you just, leave, you know, there's the covered portion of the porch and you put it on the top step knowing it's going to rain that afternoon, but you're like, oh, yeah. it's on the porch.
2: Uh, so a little known fact, um, we're not required to care if it's raining, basically, is what it comes down to. Like some mail carriers will, will, will take money out of their own pocket because they don't provide these for us and they will buy like a uh, little clear bags to keep in their cars Letter so comes. when they, yeah so when they deliver a package they can put it in the bag and put it on the porch so it doesn't get rain we're not required to do that that is something that you that the mail carrier does other kindness that are hurt I, I i don't have that kindness in my heart i don't think
1: so. i've ever <laughs>
2: experienced that oh i see it all the time i used to get them all the time i, I if it was, like, a rainier or if it was, like, a wet, snowy day, yeah, most of the time my packages, uh, because I didn't have a covered porch, uh, you know, if I was had, like, you have a covered porch, Tom. Yeah, yeah. So, I w- like, if I was a carrier, I wouldn't bother doing that to your house. But, like, with my old house, you know, I do not have a covered porch, so a lot of times they put them in a little bag. And, and I do do that, uh, but, again, we're not required to. We don't have to. That's just something that you can choose to. So, in other
1: words, I need to stop my bitching because you're doing the best you can
2: exactly tom just let me bitch and moan about people who needing bigger boxes that's all i'm saying
0: see see and then on the flip side when i order stuff from amazon and their people deliver it i always get a nice little picture of my package on my neighbor's front porch (laughs) it's literally 75 percent of the time i get a picture and it's it's either side it'll be like do do you live
2: like in a and you live in a house or a
0: condo what kind of thing you set? i i am in a house on a cul-de-sac Okay. But it's really not that fucking confusing. Um, it, 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 I hate to ask because, again, I'm, I've been in a
2: situation I have misdelivered mail before. Um, do you, is your number on your house clearly written on your house? You'd be on surprised. The mailbox. You would be surprised at how many people refuse to put their numbers on their mailbox or on the house
0: oh yeah no it's uh it's actually an hOA requirement, so you know I pay these people hundreds of dollars a year for them to tell me what to do with my own fucking house i i am i lucked out I do live in a uh
2: uh
1: what do we call it you know it's, i live it's not in like quite a gated community but it's approaching no, but
0: that. i
2: live in i live in a subdivision where i you know, they do technically have an association but i i luckily live in a very lax association
0: oh yeah, that must be nice.
2: Yeah, I, that was one of those big like hang-ups that I told my wife when we when we went to buy a new house two years ago, or actually going on three years ago now. Um, I said, no, I do not. want I refuse to live anywhere with an association because I just heard so many horror stories. We used to live out way out in the country and never had that problem, and I'd heard so many horror stories about people who live in associations. Like, no, I didn't. I'm never going to have someone tell me that I got to mow my lawn because of some stupid rule or whatever. Uh, but we ended up moving into a one anyways. But it, it, well, like I said really
1: lax i've never had a problem yet way to jinx yourself jake
0: yeah way to go way to go you realize that
1: this is going to be heard by dozens of people are now coming after you exactly
0: tens tens of people
1: (laughs) so i totally mentioned my address on this thing too
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes the tens of people that will be listening to the relaunch of the couch party
2: uh, speaking of which, are we gonna are, are we officially gonna like make an intro kind of thing and discuss the your new format or? So
0: so that's the beauty of it. Uh, that was the intro. <laughs> oh hey yeah, uh, <laughs> just just to give some backstory. Um, first of all, obviously I'm very honored to have Jake and Tom of Jake and Tom Conquer the World as my first guests on the new Couch Party, gentlemen. I am thank humbled. you for coming aboard. Thank you. Thank I'm glad you. to be here. Oh, thank you guys for taking time out on a uh, really not shit happening Monday. I mean, there's college football, but who cares?
2: Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not what you call a sport guy. So and I've never and, understood the appeal of college football anyway, especially for the people who didn't go to those colleges. College sports in general, yeah. And I, honestly, if we're gonna talk about it, I've never really gotten into the whole uh, not just college sports, but like. Maybe because I'm not a sport fan to begin with, but I don't get these people who, okay, I I like sport a little bit. Like I'll watch a hockey game and I'll watch a football game on occasion. And yeah, I do tend to root for the hometown team. I'm a Michigan guy. So of course, if I'm going to watch a, a hockey game, it's going to be a Red Wings game. If I'm going to watch a football game, it's usually going to be the Lions. Uh, and if I do watch it, I usually don't watch the whole game. I'll watch like a little bit here and there. And well, Okay, that was good. And I turn off. But people who get passionate about it, People who uh, – I, I really drives me crazy. My wife does this because she's a sports fan. She'll use the phrase us and we.
1: Honey, you're not on the team. You do not get the right to I say we that. are winning. I can understand that because by virtue of using the city's name – they're representing that city in the surrounding area. So I can understand that. You don't
2: even live in Detroit.
1: Well, they're still representing your
2: state because I mean, technically I think I'm closer to a Wisconsin team than I am a Detroit team. Oh, don't say that. If you you really go by, if you really go by where I'm at in the state, but yeah, it's like, I don't get the wee thing. Uh, my wife is also a TV talker as in she will talk to the TV when she's watching her sports. Like honey, again, they can't hear you. (laughs) Not gonna help them. You're cheering on the house is not gonna help. Uh, she's got funny superstitions too. Like if she wears a if she wears a, like one of her jerseys during a game and they win, she'll wear that. She won't wash it. She'll wear that jersey again the next week until they lose, basically. Which again, if you're a Lions fan, that's that's pretty key, pretty common.
0: There's a lot of laundry, a lot of laundry yeah, being done but in Detroit. Uh, <laughs> the,
2: the, yeah, even that aside, the thing that really gets me, the thing I just cannot grasp my head is okay. I get being a Lions fan, okay? I get being a Red Wings fan, and I can even understand, even though I don't like it and I think it's stupid, like, okay, fine, you say we because you feel like you're a part of the team, that's fine. But the people who get angry, okay, so I'm Lions fan guy, you're Packers fan guy, I therefore don't like you because you're a Packers fan because you live in Wisconsin or something. I just can't wrap my head around it. I just do not understand. It's like, it's like the whole I mean for years of course Tom and I are comic guys and I you know there's always that goofy Marvel DC rivalry. It's like I read both. I don't ever understand these goofy
1: minds better than yours, therefore you're stupid. A well, sports I remember trying it's to wear like a, uh, a Red Wings jersey in Chicago at a convention one year and I immediately took it off and put it in my book bag because I was getting the looks of somebody who was probably going to get stabbed on the subway.
0: <laughs> oh, now now I will tell you. Uh, so my team, Philadelphia Eagles, and yes, I used my team because <laughs> it is. Um, of course, uh, first of all, the, the game last night uh, when the kicker managed to hit two goalposts, to lose it for the bears. Yeah. I, I'm, I might be a little gravelly in the voice today. Um, cause I was literally laying on the floor, hugging my kids going, fuck. Yeah. fuck yeah," <laughs> <laughs> And of course the kids are going fudge fudge. Yeah. Um, unfortunately <laughs> this time my wife did not record it. Like she did at the super bowl. Cause, uh, yeah, that was not PG in any way, shape or form. But anyhow, um, fuck, where was I going? Oh, yeah, so uh, the Eagles have this big open practice thing uh, during their training camp. So it's at the stadium. It's for the fans. It's totally free, free parking, free admission. I mean, absolutely amazing. And there's 40,000 people there to watch practice.
1: Oh, and so then this here isn't comes... like that uh, Marky Mark movie where he's trying to join the team. It's just where you watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah okay. you're... you're you're literally just at the stadium to watch the team practice. But for a lot of people, you know, yeah, I've gotten almost four because my wife wanted to. Yeah. And it's, you know, whether it's cost or distance, it's like, look, this is the one time I can get into the stadium for free, like take the whole family, my father, my brothers, you know, we had a great time. But some Tom Coesque esque motherfucker,
1: <laughs> God, I hate those guys,
0: shows up wearing a Cowboys jersey.
1: Oh, oh, I wouldn't do that at. Uh, I wouldn't wear a Red Wings jersey at a Blackhawks game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, I can't say if he made it out alive. I did watch him exit out of view as 40,000 people booed him when the announcer (laughs) brought it to the crowd's attention and then the camera zoomed in on him. He's like up in the northwest corner of the stadium walking up the steps very quickly.
1: It's hard to imagine a city like Philadelphia, whose people are known to be uh, great sports fans, ever doing something like that to somebody.
0: Oh, it's the city of brotherly love.
1: <laughs> if by brotherly he love just... you mean uh, a a shitty piece of paper towel wrapped around a brick being hurled at the other guy's head, okay, I get it,
0: I get that. Yeah, that's no, brotherly love. He just wasn't a brother. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Cowboys fan.
1: Oh. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So that happened. Um, and again, this is happening. This is, this is a new couch party where uh, first of all, and foremost, it's about the couch party crew. It's not about T.R.B coming back to, you know do a show after like, fuck, I guess it's eight months now. Say, something like been that. a little while. It's been a while, it's been a while. I miss Heather D. I stay in touch with her. Um, her, her little baby girl, gorgeous gorgeous i'm really seriously thinking about sending her husband a shotgun oh in about 16 years oh he's gonna have some deep shit problems (laughs) um but yeah so uh so you know heather and i uh took a break from the show did some life stuff and uh yeah i mean the 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 itch was there and i couldn't go back to doing the retail rant because of work obviously kind of getting some deep shit with that the first time (laughs) yes that's that's
1: where your legend became complete
0: sir yes yes that was the uh full circle of hey let's remain anonymous to we know who you are fuck um but uh you know going back and thinking about it i was like you know everybody in the couch party crew was always awesome to me you know they they welcomed me in with open arms we collectively then welcomed other shows in and uh you know this the couch party was always about just kind of getting together and just chilling on the proverbial couch and just talking shit, talking nothing sometimes. Exactly. But God damn it. It was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, our, our, our spirit animal, the leader of the house of couch, Mr. HAB, had, uh, had to step away from the podcasting world and, uh, met with him over the summer and he said, dude, take the show and run with it. So, uh, here we are. We're running. I might trip over my own feet a few times. I mean, it's it's been a while, like I said. But uh, fuck it, we're gonna have some fun, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make this couch party shit come back to life. Because I remember just hell, what like a year ago? Oh my god, we were we felt like we were fucking unstoppable
1: for a while there. Yeah, yeah, we were definitely gathering steam.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'll uh I'll be the little engine that could. You know, like for the shows, not. In any other way, <laughs> I've already got two kids. This engine doesn't have to anymore. <laughs> Therefore, she says no.
1: Is, is, are you saying that that, ungi- that engine's uh, running on unleaded now?
0: Uh, no, no, no. But uh, when the doctor says, "Hey, it's going to be a planned C-section on your second kid, and uh, we can tie the tubes for free," I asked how many how many Boy Scouts and Sailors they could get in there to tie that shit up. There you go. <laughs> yep. They sent in a battleship and a whole Cub Scout pack.
1: Now, how many of the... If we have a
0: third kid, it's going to be named Houdini. Oh,
1: damn. (laughs) Now, how many of the Couch Party crew have you gotten in touch with? Because I know there's myself and Randy. Uh, Have you heard anything from, like, uh, Penrose or Dexter or anybody else?
0: Uh, I have not gotten the chance to reach out to Dex yet. Uh, I have spoken with Penrose. Penrose... Now, being an East Coast guy with me, lives about 90 minutes to the north, so I think it's a pretty sure thing that there's going to be another collaboration in this studio together, Couch Party Brothers side by side once again.
1: Nice. You know who we need to get Um, in uh, somehow is
0: Doc Doom. uh, So, I will will throw this out there. I've got a few people that were not actually uh, podcasters, but very regular people. On the show that i would like to bring in um of course matt
1: yeah i'd love to have matt on yeah it's not couch party without matt
0: no it's not it it absolutely isn't and i kind of feel dirty doing this first episode without him but uh (laughs) you know i'd I'd rather i'd rather fuck it up with you guys than you know blame it on jake that's what i do so what you're saying
2: is uh we're the we're the
0: prototype yes Yes, you are gotcha. the we are the beta. Run, <laughs> I can I can accept that couch party beta subscript. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've reached out to Penrose. I actually just asked Randy if they're recording tomorrow night. He doesn't know. That's probably all Tommy's fucking fault. Getting all funny man and shit on stage. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I I even reached out to uh, Maddie F from uh, the Let Me Tell You. Oh, wow. guys. Um, and I, I just asked him, I was like, look, man, do you have the itch? And he's like, actually I do. Uh, apparently his wife has talked about the idea of having a show with him. Uh, so even though he's not doing anything now and he's laid that show to rest, uh, Matt, Matty F will have him on, uh, of course we'll have Mr. Matt Mail. Uh, I've reached out to TC Rastani. Um, there's, there's several people that I will have on here that are not actually necessarily a part of the crew directly but they are kind of part of our extended uh our extended group. Um I almost said family, but I'm really fucking tired of hearing that word right now. I <laughs> can understand that, yeah. This time I mean, of year. Well, it, not even the holidays. Just now now every company is out there like, "Oh, come join our family." Yeah. Oh, we've got to take care of our family at work and I'm like, "Look, I'm the redheaded stepchild. I don't want to be around this fucking family. Okay. You guys piss and shit and scream all the time and, and you throw it at me. Like it's my fault. (laughs) No, fuck that. Um, yeah, but, uh, so yeah, that's couch party. And that's me chewing on a cherry that I dropped in my knob Creek whiskey. (laughs) Just fucking amazing. Um, so in the spirit of you guys show, because again, Really, Couch Party's about you guys. Um, and I know this is a regular bit on your show. Oh Gentlemen, what's in the glass tonight?
2: Oh, I'll jump out first. Uh, my wife, for Christmas, got me this nice little assorted assorted pack of Jim uh, Beams, the little, the little oh, shooters. Oh, yeah, you
1: showed that to me. Oh, nice. And oh, nice.
2: I decided to finally get into them, and uh, I pulled my favorites out first. Uh, the vanillas and the red stags. And mm. I am my third red stag in right now. And yeah, that's my that's definitely my favorite of the second favorite being the vanilla.
0: Good choice. Good Tim choice, sir. Red
2: stag. I've actually gone through uh, first time I ever tasted it was on an episode of our show. I bought a small bottle of it, and I really enjoyed it. Went back, bought a much bigger bottle, and really enjoyed that. And I've probably gone through about four bottles of that since then. Nice.
0: Fancy, fancy that, drinking on your own show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually the 9% of my drinking. A little peek behind the curtain. I don't drink as often as you might think. <laughs> uh, so back, so when Tom and I do record a lot, it's kind of bad for my liver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I uh, 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 real quick with the drink, and I'm sorry, I know we're gonna to get to what Tom's drinking. Tom's gonna to show off what weird micro brew he discovered. but uh, for fun, I did the uh, on on our uh, our web or not our website, but uh, the the podcast feed on the on Apple. Uh, I did a comment for our show, and I just oh, yeah, yeah, you you looked randomly in there. I left, a, yeah, I left a review a review like six months ago, I felt like. And I just waited for Tom to finally comment on it, and he did just recently. I thought it was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, uh, see, now, now you're going to make me go looking. Let's oh,
2: it, it wasn't really big. It was just uh I commented on there. Uh, I think Jake's drinking is a subtle cry for help. <laughs> subtle? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what Jake's drinking. How
1: about you guys? Uh, Well, I'm actually uh, drinking off that same six-pack that uh, I was working on last time you and I recorded last week. Uh, It is made by Shorts Brewery, uh, not too far from where Jake lives, and uh, it's a peanut stout. Uh, And I I, I bought it for the name and for the label. It's called Uber Goober. (laughs) It literally has a picture of a... uh, peanut, in the shell, wearing pants, and a cape. (laughs) I didn't have any choice. I had to get that. And uh, any good? It's not bad. I I would prefer something that is maybe a little bit stronger uh, on the peanut flavor, but it's it's not bad. You do like your peanuts. I do like my peanuts in my mouth.
0: Well, I'm uh, glad that you know your tastes (laughs) come on i set you up (laughs) on a softball man you did you did and it and it threw me off usually you guys try and throw me the curve to get me to try and swing (laughs) oh
2: sometimes tom just likes it slid right in easy
0: that's right he just (laughs) he just likes it right down the middle and just whack it as hard as you can
1: no i'm not (laughs) saying you're wrong
0: (laughs) oh so uh yeah uh, for me, it's the Knob Creek. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, already gone, so we'll have to refill that here shortly. But uh, you know, I now I remember we did a show not too long, eh, maybe about two years ago, and uh, I believe Tom, you were on with uh, HAB, myself, and maybe Matt. And it was the night that uh, we were recording, and Scott Weiland died. Was it
1: Scott Weiland?
0: I'm. There's been a lot of good things that happened on this show, like uh, like race the block, uh, just all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, I. I know. I know we did an episode, and it was the night that Scott Weiland died. I don't think um, I was on
1: that one, sir, because I remember no? actually going to Christmas shopping that night. And the only oh, reason dude. why I found out about it was because. Hab sent a text to Matt and myself saying that uh, Dave Navarro blocked him because uh, of a snarky response in, in regards to the situation.
0: Oh, yeah. It was something like a who to thunk it. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. I can't remember who's on that show now. And, of course, the archives are gone, so it's not like I can go back and do research. Not that I would. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was. I was just thinking. You know, like 2018 didn't seem quite as bad on the celebrity deaths as I think it was. 16 was the really bad year.
2: Yeah, I think 17 wasn't. Was 17 it? the year that Bowie died. 16. That was 16. Okay, 16 was 16 was one of the worst years. 17 was really bad because let's see, we had Carrie Fisher.
0: I think it was in 17. Was no, she no, tail no, 16? No, it was
1: tail end of 16.
0: She yeah, she was right at oh, the end okay. of 16. Yeah, it was okay, like 15, right 15. after Christmas. It, it, it was like her and Lemmy, right, at the same time.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if that was before, right,
2: the t- tail end of 16 or
0: start of 17.
1: Well, the thing about 2016 I remember is that there were still celebrities dying, like, the week of Christmas. I mean, it was George yeah. Michael, and then literally on New Year's Eve, the guy that played Father Mulcahy on MASH died. It's like, Jesus, you're giving up. Yep. But it
2: at like, least this year, like you said, this year was not nearly as bad.
0: No. No, so... Uh, I I kinda of have yeah, it was sixteen.
2: I mean the biggest one for this year for or for eighteen for me being again, being a comic book fan was Stan Lee. Yeah.
0: Um, but that but honestly that, that was that should be the big one for everybody.
2: Yeah, that was one of those like I I can't believe it took this long. I was gonna I, say I, I, I wasn't hate, shocked. I hate to say it. Yeah. It wasn't a shock. The shock was was I can't believe it hasn't
1: happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. like when you find yeah. out about uh Oh, uh, Robin Williams dying. You know, that's a yeah. shock.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was a shocker.
1: I, I still love, uh,
2: I think I told the story on our show. Actually, no, I don't think we did because we never actually did do a Stan Lee dedicated. No, no I know we I told, never did. I know I told this story at a previous uh, previous show. I was at a con uh, was Stan, of course, I was in Chicago. And this wasn't like a ridiculous long time ago. This was, like maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. give or take. It was that same year that Tom and I actually uh, got his autograph. And I'm walking to the convention center from the hotel, and of course he's staying in the hotel at the same hotel we're staying at. And he, he's he's got a handler, you know. You can tell he's got a handler. He's got a guy, you know, doing all the stuff for him. Uh, and the guy ahead of him, uh, who was this big guy, he uh, stands walking up to a couple glass doors, and the guy like walks a little bit ahead of Stan and opens a door for him. Stan goes to the next door over and opens the door for himself. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I thought that
0: was kind of a cool little moment of him basically saying
2: "fuck you." I can open my own damn door. Yep.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah that did. was that was definitely a sad one. And and now that I think about it, uh, it it was sixteen, and it was right at the end of the year, and it was Carrie Fisher, and then her mom the next day, oh, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. That... Oh, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: it was Debbie Reynolds. Was it yeah. Next
2: day or the next couple of days, but it was very soon after.
0: Yeah. Right, hang on. You know what? Just this. This is why Google exists. For stupid podcast fact-checking, and porn, stand by. Well, I mean, that's obviously the primary cause. <laughs> that's, that's
2: the right reason why the internet exists, not Google.
0: Uh, this, uh, this is true. This is true. Eventually, Google's just going to go, you know, you start typing something in, it's just going to respond with, you're a sick fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. I hate the fact that even if I look up something non-porn related, it just
1: automatically assumes it. Yeah. That's why yeah. you got to clear your history, man.
0: And then there's just these constant no, directs for no. Amazon to have like a subscription of Kleenex. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Jesus. I just used the same towel and <laughs> wash it monthly. I mean, fuck. Uh, no. And actually, yes, it was uh, Carrie Fisher on December 27th. Debbie Reynolds on December 28th, God. Um, which the December was kind of a shitty month. I mean, it was what, uh, let's see, George Michael on Christmas day. Yeah. Uh, Zsa Zsa on the 18th, uh, Alan Thick on the 13th, John Glenn on the 8th. I mean, seriously, fuck December of 2016.
1: Now, Zsa Zsa Gabor was one of those ones that I thought had died like a decade ago, but it turns out that yeah. she was just like in a coma.
0: Yeah, Zsa, Zsa didn't even realize she was still alive, okay. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm dead now? Well, how's this any different?
2: No, we're talking about you, not your career.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> more shots fired at a dead one
1: <laughs> great we're gonna have the well, three Jaja like a fans after our asses now you know yeah
2: frankly you know me and jaja she knows what she did
0: <laughs> oh god well i mean hey some people don't have standards when it comes to a crisp 20 dollar bill sir <laughs> <laughs> some people uh well you know what on that on that note i just want to say one thing uh, I have a feeling that, at least for myself, 2019 is going to be a pretty good fucking year. Want to <laughs> know why? I'm
1: why? curious.
0: Anybody want to take a guess? And it's not a clean-ass subscription through Amazon.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm stymied, sir. Okay. A,
0: I'm back on this fucking microphone. And yes. B, I just finished a degree that I started in 1999.
1: Wow. wow. Hey, you know what? You did it's it. That'd be a damn thing. good degree to take that
0: long. It's not. So just shut up. All right. <laughs> let me live my, let me live my moment, Jake. Uh, but no, seriously, I, I literally just took a, uh, a placement exam, which saved me literally like 1100 bucks as opposed to taking two classes. Um, and that's it. Done. Finally got that damn degree.
1: Now is this uh what you're gonna use to eventually pull the uh escape hatch?
0: Yes, yes. This this will quickly allow me to navigate the uh I don't know, the hopefully not so far reaches of space and get the fuck out of retail. But maybe not. Now
1: speaking of no retail, this has been the first year in a long time. That I haven't had to deal with it, and I I don't want to go into where I work or used to work, but of course not. I actually got time off for Christmas for the first time since the early two thousands, and after a while, I really didn't know what to do with myself. Ain't it nice? I I had
2: a I had a similar, but not as good as Tom. This was my first year in twelve years that I didn't have to bartend or work in a restaurant in general. So that was see that was the thing I was trying to get out of. Like you've been talking about getting out of retail. My big thing was to get out of the restaurant business. A so restaurant business is my is always been my fallback. Like any of worst comes to worst, I can always get a job in a restaurant. I can either be a cook or I can be a bartender. I've been the manager, busboy, dishwasher, whatever. I, I I've been there, done that, got the t shirt. I know how to do it, and it's never been what I wanted to do, but it was always what I ended up doing. And this year, I actually, because of my job changes, I actually had Christmas Day off. Granted, I worked the day before and the day after, but I had Christmas Day off, which was the first time in also 12 years. Wow. It was actually, uh, I have an eight-year-old son, and this was the first year since his very first year that I was actually around him on Christmas Day. Every year before that – my wife would always take the kids down to her parents over Christmas break because Christmas break was like the hell week from where I worked. I worked at, at a ski resort. Oh, yeah. So Christmas week is every motherfucker wants to go skiing because fuck those people that work at this place. Um, so they would they would all come up there, and I would be busy. And we'd be one of those, all right, Jake's working 14-hour days every day, sometimes longer. And for that whole two-week stretch, so my wife and kids would always... And I I was okay with it. I was like, you know, go have fun because I'm not going to be home to spend time with you anyways. So, yeah, go ahead. Go to your parents' house. It's three hours away. I'll drop you off as soon as the kids get out of school for Christmas break. I'll pick you up right before you get back. Sometimes they wouldn't get back until New Year's. And that's what it was, tradition, for the last 12 years. And this is the first year that we didn't do that. They They actually stayed home. And... I put my foot down and said, No, if I'm not working, then I think I'd like but you to stay I, home. I we still fair. went we still that's... went down for the, we still went down for the day to visit your parents. But yeah. It was uh it was nice. It was a very nice thing. We actually did the like I went to my surprise my dad and visited him on uh Christmas Eve night, which used to be a family tradition. Uh and Christmas morning we actually like opened up gifts and did the whole thing. It was uh pretty nice. So yeah, pretty good pretty good pretty good Christmas for the old Jake family this year.
0: Nice. Nice, yeah. I... I did a day before, uh, I took the day after off because yeah I, I couldn't deal with that shit. but uh, it, it, it sucks because the the branch of retail I was in before, this was literally the slow time of year mm-hmm. uh, And now this is the second year in a row where I'm like, why in the fuck should we be open until 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve? Like they, they don't change the date. It's <laughs> the 25th every fucking year. Yet people come in. Oh, I got to get a last minute. No, you got to get the fuck out. Yeah. And see,
2: I from years of working in retail in the restaurant business, I have this weird little OCD thing. I I refuse to even get gas or anything on certain days of the year. Like uh, pretty much uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. I'm not going to go shopping. I'm not going to do anything. I will go to work if I have to. Uh, if I work and if I have to go somewhere, I'll even, like, I made a point to get gas the night before just because I didn't want to have to go to a gas station. Because in my head, if I go anywhere on the holiday, I'm contributing to these people having to work yep. on a holiday. Yep.
1: Yeah, I actually had to have a conversation with the wife where she wanted to go see a movie on Christmas Day. And I'm like, I don't feel right with that because we're contributing to the problem. <laughs> But okay, you, I, and second, being the second husband, all, ultimately I 2 will be at
0: the Red Box next week.
2: Exactly. You can wait for Snow Dogs.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It was, uh, it was Aquaman. My wife had so a, did, two weeks. Did
2: you, did you end up seeing it? Did you, were you able to L- talk to like, like I through? said,
1: being the husband that I am, I caved quickly and tried to save face. Okay, so what you're saying
2: is your wife's a horrible
1: person. No, 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 no. I'm saying that I uh, cave very have easily. have no spine. Yes. That's fine, there, there She's never going to listen to this. Oh, no, no, no. Well, She's just on the other side of the room. Or the <laughs> other, si- other side of the wall. I mean, we've got thin walls, man. But Hi, Mrs. Tom. He's talking shit. <laughs> Again, because that's all
2: he does on the show is basically the whole, the whole purpose of the podcast is just talk shit about you. Just
0: so Conquer you know. the world is code for bitch about their wives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's like I said, we haven't even conquered our living room, yet, let alone... Uh, let alone the world.
0: Uh, you haven't conquered the dog house yet. No. You still got to get out of that.
1: No, no. The dogs get preferential treatment in comparison anyway.
0: Well, when they have tragedy stories like Louie does, I mean, come yes. on. Yes. How is the little guy anyhow? I do remember that one vividly.
1: Uh, Dumber than a box of rocks and happier than a pig in shit. You
0: know? I asked how the dog was doing, not you. Likewise. <laughs> no he's Sorry. uh he's trying that, that to... was another easy setup and i actually went for that one he's uh actually dealing with the new cat i uh, forgot you got a cat
1: yep that was uh my i, big I thought of the you wife this
2: year. you you were finally cat free like you used to have like 17 cats and then you were finally you know unfortunately through you know things that happens with animals you were finally cat free tom i was you were a cat free
1: house we didn't have a cat for a good two years i want to say Yeah, but uh, the wife wanted one, and I wanted to give her a good Christmas present, so I, you know, went out and got her a cat. It's
0: very nice of you. Which which Chinese restaurant did you rescue it from? (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess. It, it, it was uh let's see uh, great wall or Peking because well, they're all I, I live near sir, so Peking. take your pick.
2: China king like most of the ones I I find are always China king buffet
1: well Jake didn't you have the story about the Chinese buffet up in your neck of the woods
2: uh yes it was uh like it was uh, seagulls I think is what it was they actually they, they, they it, a bunch of Michigan uh a bunch of Michigan uh places were rated for uh they were actually being uh, raided for uh, slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually like, you know, find, come to find out that the people who work most, majority of people who work, who were working in uh, Chinese restaurants were uh, essentially indentured servants. Yep. Like they would come to the country illegally, so they were doing all this uh, checking. Well, the one in the local town I lived in didn't have any that problem. But while they were there looking for that, they opened up the fridge and found a bunch of dead seagulls.
1: No, were they I able to prove surprised? that they uh, were serving them up, or?
2: Well, yeah, the place shut down for like a year, it changed owners, and all that stuff. It's reopened since then, mind you. They 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 got their uh, the new owners, aka I think the wife of the previous owner. Yep. Um, that's why it use that usually works. Uh, you know, they clean up their act, and uh, now they don't do that. And all like, the chicken is actual chicken product now. Hey.
1: If uh, for the record, a place they had like to raise Taco the prices. Can get away with it. Why can't China one? Yeah,
2: they had to raise the prices a little bit, and frankly, I ate there all the time and I never got sick from it, so what's the big deal?
1: There you go.
0: Um, poultry is
2: poultry is poultry.
0: Oh uh, rook, it's duck, but <laughs> white. Exactly. Uh, it had feathers. It fries, doesn't it? Exactly. Like, are you are you asking if it deep fries or it launches itself into the air, sir? You know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, Mm. either way, they're delicious with red sauce.
2: I remember, (laughs) I remember one place uh, shut down in uh, the next town over, and it was so bad that when they were shut down, they they pretty much salted the earth so nothing could grow there again. I mean, it was bad. They they shut this place down. I I I came back. We, my wife would go there. My wife and I would go there every time we went to that town, and we went there. And we hadn't been there in about three months. Not only was a place shut down, building was gone. I mean, they completely Damn. demolished everything. Apparently, it was that bad that the uh, health inspectors pretty much came in and said, "No, this everything's wrong with
0: this place." Oh no, the owner burned it and took the insurance money.
2: <laughs> that also makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we we had a it wasn't a big buffet, but yeah, it maybe seated like a hundred people, and. It shut down, and somebody made the comment of, uh, you know, I always wondered why there were less and less koi fish. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had this little koi pond, and you had like a little bridge you walked over to go to the seating area. And I thought about it, and I went, fuck, yeah. When, the first, when it first opened, there were like 50 koi fish, and there were good-sized fish. And then like the last time we went, there were like 10. And the sushi <laughs> didn't taste right. Hmm. I said, uh, fuck it, all makes sense now. Well, at least I've shut all that out, so I'm good. I was going to say,
1: what you don't know really won't hurt you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, boy, that was interesting.
2: The one thing I've learned from years in the restaurant business is it's best to not know where the food
0: comes from. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I've never worked or in a restaurant business, or but what, even I know that one. Yeah, or what happens to it on the other side of the double doors. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to know. No, no. And, no. and again, anybody that decides to go into customer service, food service, anything like that, I think that the movie Waiting should be the training video.
2: I 100% agree. I remember watching that movie, and I'm like, is this a documentary?
0: <laughs> because
2: every character in that movie I've worked with. Yes, I mean, I, I could point out, I, I could give you a name of, it, and sometimes multiple ki- multiple people were that were certain characters. Yep. And I know, like, I have been, at different points in my life, been that person. Like, I was the, I'm the, I, by the way, when I bartender or serve or whatever, I'm the guy that's super nice to your face, and then the second I turn around, I get this big old frown on my face, and then just bitch and scream and moan about, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's and, usually me. And now we shall call you Monty. <laughs> Now, here's uh, my thing. I I never, ever send my
1: food back because I don't want them to do anything to it.
2: Am and I correct in that? And that is very correct. Um, and I can't say – I have not done anything inappropriate to people's food in years. But that's not to say <laughs> I haven't. It's <laughs> no. not to say, to say I just haven't. Labor. Yes. I, I worked at a little place. Uh, not going to say the name of it. But it was also in Frankenmuth, Michigan.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. McDonald's, right?
2: Yes, and no. Um, And let's let's not piss off a major corporation. No, uh, it was not McDonald's, in fact. It was a a much smaller company. Um, But I remember a, a particularly hot, sunny day. I was in the salad station. And some Person kept sending back their salad. They were complaining, "Oh, uh, they didn't want tomatoes, though it didn't say no tomatoes. Though. They didn't know tomatoes came on Okay, so I made more of the salad. Oh, they sent it back again because uh, not enough dressing on it. And then after the third send back, I don't remember what it was. Third send back, it was a hot, sweaty day, and it was a it was humid, and there was flies all over the place. I remember I quickly smacked a dead fly, and then <laughs> oh, God, with no with no gloves on, and then finished making the salad with the dead fly in it. And then, of course, I had to walk out afterwards and look at them, because I finally got the salad right.
1: <laughs> and Jake smiled uh, that day, didn't he? Yes. And Jake's, I, Jake's I, heart grew three sizes that day.
0: See, what I was waiting for was, and on the third time, they said it wasn't tossed enough. That's when <laughs> I went out to the dining room and said, all right, I'll toss your fucking salad, pal. <laughs> Now I've not done anything
2: bad that, that, that like like that in years. I'm I'm much more mature. I'd like to think I'm much more mature now, uh, but yeah, like a lot of stuff in that movie. Like that, I've always said, like I, I feel like I should write a book one day of years of working restaurant business. So like 101 ways to how to keep spit out of your food because yep. I believe that there are certain rules and regulations that that uh, people should follow. Certain things that you know you should know better. A never walk into it. if it's a sit down restaurant, never walk into it an hour before it closes. Yep. Just don't. If it closes at 10, you don't go in at nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Because these people they they want to go home and they're trying to finish their day. Yes. I know it says they close at 10 o'clock, Tom, but fuck that. Just be, would go somewhere else. Now, fast checkout? food, uh, it's same, same thing, Tom, you think they still got to cook the shit. It doesn't take an hour to cook chicken wings. Right. But Tom, these guys want to get done and you, th- it's not just a simple thing of cooking the wings. There's a whole process. They got to clean the fryer, change the fryer, clean the station that they bred the chicken. Whatever. There's a lot of process that goes in that you don't know because you're just. They a take full it out r- of the r- freezer
1: and put it in the vat.
2: Depends on the place. Uh, I will say, if it's a fast food place, a half hour. I will not go in uh, before uh, beyond before a half hour before it closes if it's fast food because they are literally designed for for fast service. Sit down restaurants a little bit different. Uh, also, sending back food. Here's my official thing on that. A steak. Let's, let's use a steak as a best example. If you order a steak and it's within one step of what you asked for, if you said medium rare and it's medium or rare, pull up your big boy panties and just fucking eat it. <laughs> okay. If it's two steps away, then yes, Tom. You
1: are... <laughs> I love you, how you're you pointing feel, at me every time.
2: Because, Tom, you're the biggest
1: wine ass when it comes to any said, kind of service. I just said, I don't take my food back.
0: See, I, I, think, I think it's very simple in most situations. There's only two things this should have to apply. So, case in point, you're, you're one degree off on the cooking, alright? You, you ask for uh, medium rare and you got medium. You're right. Pull up the big boy panties, get the fuck over it. But, it should really just be broken down into two simple steps. Step one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Step two: say thank you. That's it. Yes.
2: Oh, uh, one of my favorite moments, by the way, I think you'll really appreciate this, is because uh, one of those moments where you know when you you both have served in the serve your time in this business, you know that moment where you say something that you feel I might get fired for that. Yep. Oh yeah. So I'm at a table, and it's uh, a mother and a father and i want to say two or three children because the first kid you know they're allowing the kids to order which i'm okay with um what we have uh i'll have the grilled cheese and the mom looks at her at her, at her daughter and kind of does a whole please and the kid goes oh i'm sorry i'll, I'll have a uh, grilled cheese please okay next kid i'll have the chicken wings mother looks her stern look uh, uh please can i please have the chicken wings okay And then the mother's turn to order the food. Um, I'll have the Italian sub. And I looked at her.
1: Oh, no. And I kind of put my hand (laughs) out like,
2: and? And the kids knew what I was talking about. The kids started chuckling. The mom looked at me with such a confused look on her face. Oh, "Oh, oh, please. And we all had a good laugh and all that. But I'm like, as I'm saying this moment, I'm like, I could get in trouble, but this is totally worth it.
0: See, now years ago when I – God, it's probably been 20 years since I served – I I say served, like I fucking – Put on a uniform and snap a crisp salute. <laughs> oh, thank you for your service, sir. No, I was a fucking well, waiter I, slash bartender.
2: I, I feel like just I like, just kind of like how, and like for the record, I've never served the military, but I do support the idea of everyone just serve a year of military time so they more appreciate why the military is there. I also feel like everyone should serve a year of working in the service
0: industry. Yes,
2: I feel your average Joe citizen would be more polite if they've spent their time working in that industry.
0: I agree. I agree. It it should be like uh, uh, years ago, at least. I don't know. They still do it, but uh, the Greeks require two years of military service as soon a as you graduated of... high school.
2: Actually, a lot of countries do that.
0: Yeah, here's the and, problem, and it's though. funny. You look at the Greek yearbook; all the seniors have giant afros because <laughs> they know that shit's getting cut off two days later.
1: But here's the thing: that would require people like me and Jake in the military, and that wouldn't do anybody any good because a we'd get fragged. B, the other guys would be up on charges. It's just a no one scenario. Well, like I said, Tom, you know, it,
2: it's, it's it's one of those like hindsight twenty twenty. As I get older, when I was a kid, no, I would hate the idea. But as an adult, I look back and go, eh, teenage Jake could have used a little more
0: discipline. <laughs> I mean, hey, you could you could have you know started out your cooking career right there, and then I would have been happy to go through the chow line instead of looking and going, the fuck do you call that? <laughs> And and of course, Jake would talk shit about uh, you as soon as you were out at your range. Yes. Yes.
2: This was when I, that's how old I was. I was 18 when I put someone's, a a dead fly in someone's salad.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah. uh, I wasn't too far off the mark when I was, uh, I was literally just verbally lambasted on the loading dock. uh, Because it was a, it was a two story restaurant and like the, the second floor kind of just went around the perimeter Like there was no, you know, you look down to the bar and the first floor and such, and there's this group comes in and they sit in one of my booths upstairs. And there's four people and three of them mildly obese. Mm -hmm. The fourth one is in SeaWorld Escapee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she was, she was an easy four to four fifty. She had to sit in a chair at the end of the booth wow yeah so we go around the table and do, oh yeah let me get this appetizer let me get that appetizer blah, blah 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 and uh so i said all right and uh what what were you having a drink again and the guy goes oh yeah i'll have tea and i think somebody ordered a heineken and then come to big girl in the end who has already ordered mind you three appetizers for her wow it's, it's the, That's a hell of an appetite uh, yeah, it's called, uh, I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this, and uh, they can order now. So it's like a total of five appetizers, and I've got three drink orders, and I come back and I go, and I'm sorry, miss, what were you drinking again? Guess what her answer was?
2: A Diet Coke.
0: God damn right it was.
2: <laughs> I know this because I am a morbidly obese man who drinks a Diet Coke. I'm drinking a Diet Coke with
1: my uh, whiskey, my bourbon, by the way. Just there. Now, here's the thing. But, i actually enjoy diet coke i do too i, uh, I like i like I, coke zero i, I started yes it, coke zero it, is pretty amazing i do like coke zero actually i, I actually usually prefer coke zero
2: um so i actually uh, you know i like a lot of people i started drinking diet pop because i was under the impression that, that would make it that was better and but once you once you get your body used to drinking diet coke or diet pepsi or whatever um you you get so used to it that when you do drink, like when I do drink a regular Coke, it feels like I'm drinking a goddamn bottle of maple syrup. I yeah. just it's, it's like way too sugary, way too thick for me. I I prefer
0: the taste of diet Coke. I, I just can't go back. Yep. So uh, <laughs> so she of course says uh, I'll have a diet Coke. And me and, and you my
2: laughed your fucking ass off at her, didn't you?
0: No. The table next to her did. <laughs> <laughs> they I'm said,
2: picturing Tom and I
1: sitting at a table.
0: <laughs> oh, and it was two guys, so just maybe.
1: <laughs> well, I remember they, doing that when uh, we were in Chicago, and we went to White Castle, and I got the Crave case for myself, I got the bag of fries, and the little lady's like, okay, sir, do you want to drink with that? Yes. A Diet Coke. Not regular. Some- I want a nib. Diet Coke.
2: You leaned in to make sure, like <laughs> she was gonna fuck that up, like somehow, like you were the first person ever to order that much food. That <laughs> Coke. You wanted to make sure that she, when she yes. went home that night, she was gonna tell that story to her boyfriend. Like you just, you, you were really adamant about.
1: And a <laughs> diet
0: Coke. Hey, babe. I had this real rebel come in today.
1: I may or may not have been drinking at that point.
2: point. You're forgetting that story. We had been drinking a lot. Okay. That was, I think, the time that I remember when we first got to that convention. uh, We had picked up some booze on the way, of course. You know, surprise. And I had picked up a bottle of Kraken rum. Oh, no, no, no. That was
1: a different year. We went to uh, Timmy O'Malley's.
2: Oh, we just came. Okay. it went. Okay, yeah. Yep. Anyways, well, Tom poured himself a nice big tall glass of rum and then good man down downed it before uh you know he could even before i could even tell him by the way tom that's the uh 100, 100 proof stuff he might want to go a little easy on it before the cap was back on yes and tom is had to look on his face up oh <laughs> <laughs> whoops back and back Tom. you're yeah. going on a trip <laughs> we'll no, see what? so
1: so the one thing that I said that I thought for sure was going to get me fired back uh, in my retail days, uh, this was probably about 15 years ago. I was working in the electronics department, and I had this, you know, 20-some odd year old kid walk up to me, and he's like, "Excuse me, sir, uh, do you know where the batteries are?" I stop in my tracks, and I'm like, "Yes, I do." Then I keep walking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you make me proud, young Tom. <laughs> Oh God, that's good. That's like I, I had somebody walk up to me at Lowe's the other day and guys just standing there, standing there, he goes, Hey, uh, buddy, why don't you tell me where I think it was like the, the duct tape is. And it felt so good because for once I hadn't like made a stop on the way home from work and had the uniform on. Like it was just me and jeans and a t-shirt. So I just gave the slow turn and looked him dead in the eyes and goes do I look like I fucking work here <laughs> and just total dead silence? And I, I li- like at this point, I'm like, I'm in this bitch now. So I gave it the slow <laughs> turn back to what I was looking at. And See, I glad you, I did like that's the you side eye. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit a different. Stroke. Cause
2: I, I've been in that same scenario too. I have a bad yes. habit of yes. getting out of work and I'm still in my work uniform and wear my name tag and granted, the logo of the business is on my shirt, but people don't look that because as anybody who's worked in retail or restaurant business knows, your average person is an idiot.
0: Yes. So when <laughs> and someone by asked, average person, you mean all of
2: them? Yes. <clears throat> so when someone asks me where something at, I just tell them the most. Oddball answers. I could. I I, I. I would tell them the exact opposite. Like if I know where it's at, I will tell them the exact opposite. Oh, that's in the frozen food section. Yeah. um bat- Wine? Really? Wine? Yeah. It's all the way in the in a frozen food. Don't ask. It's a weird thing. Weird company policy. And I just walk away. And then I like to picture that person spending at least
1: ten extra minutes of their life that they're not going to get back. <laughs> So basically what we're learning on the inaugural episode of the relaunched college party is Jake is a spiteful, spiteful person
0: (laughs) to any and all strangers that dare speak to him. I I think we're just going to rename it Tom and two assholes. (laughs) (laughs) You see, here's here's the best part. I haven't even gotten to why I got chewed out yet. Oh, Oh,
2: yeah.
0: This is how how much fun it is having everybody together and just sidebarring all over the fucking place. So... She says Diet Coke. And the two oh guys God. at the booth to the right, the one guy goes, did she really just order a fucking Diet Coke? And <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Clearly, my filter was elsewhere. I just turned and looked at these guys and said, no shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> They just, these four people start raising a fucking commotion. I can't believe you. Blah, blah, blah. Manager hears it, comes running upstairs. Oh, no, no. terribly sorry about that. I'll, I'll I'll talk to him right now. Bob. And mind you, I know I'm not getting fired, though, because as I'm walking downstairs going, fuck, that was stupid. I'm going to get fired. I realize there's only three people working that night. Yeah. The bartender and me upstairs, and somebody else downstairs, and we all know the kitchen manager ain't getting on the floor.
2: Yeah. That's no. one thing that you can always
0: kind of... Yeah. And he takes me in the back and chews my ass out, and he's like, I can't believe you'd say something like that. And I'm like, I mean, I was just responding to another guest. I mean, what's the big deal? <laughs> Man, no shit. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's a good time. Hey, oh, so I do... Want to spend a little bit of time talking about you guys' shows? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it is pluralized. Yes, it is. Yes,
2: because uh, Tom and I have a show together. That he when he's feeling like slumming it with me, and then he
0: has his real show. Let's
2: let's talk about that real show, Tom.
0: No, no, no. I want to talk about Jake. <laughs> I want to talk about Jake. And as a matter of fact, I want to call back to your episode. I think it came out uh, your last one, the uh, day after Christmas. It came out. Was that right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, in that one, we discussed. God damn it! Th- this fucking Verizon box. I changed the battery in the thing last week, and it's already telling me to change the battery again. That's what that beep is, by the way. It's not my smoke alarm or anything. Um, we're talking. You're talking a bit about shows that you hate watch, or yeah. movies that you will hate watch.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, Tom's more the hate watcher. I, I have always said that. I've never quite got into the hate watching of something.
0: Okay. That kind of answers my question, but I still have to ask it anyways. Go on. Jake. Gloria. So,
2: yeah. sounds like, I was going to say the sound yes. like a Really kept picking up one. And uh, I found yeah, I did find, and I watched uh, Django Unchained. Okay. All right. Smaller. And Smaller. Uh, I actually really enjoyed I did in fact watch Leonardo DiCaprio movie. When Leonardo DiCaprio's scenes came on, I just fast forwarded it <laughs> till the scene was over. I um, Uh but ultimately, um, I, I I got to it and I got through it. Um, it made the movie only like an hour and a half long, but that. <laughs> But because uh, he wasn't in the movie that much, fortunately, and I was able to, you know, with I, I'm, I'm, you know, when you fast forward, you look put on a first fast forward, it's only kind of fast forward, so you don't want to hear the dialogue, but you can still kind of put together in your head what's going on, and I got okay, yep, he's a bad guy, uh, slave owner, and uh, hey, he died. That was kind of cool, and all a whole kind of shit broke out because of that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So sorry, spoiler for Django uh, <laughs> Yeah, actually, really enjoyed the movie. So, yes, I, I have in fact watched a the DiCaprio movie. Uh, I don't know. You gotta remind me because when Tom and I started recording again, at least that first episode since we came back, I drank way too much. I'll be the first to admit. I. This was the this was uh, a,
1: Star Wars commentary yeah. attempt.
2: Okay, yeah, no, that one wasn't that bad. But uh, Tom and I have been teasing the idea of actually doing a Patreon. Um, that's uh, one of our to do. That's my 2019 to do list. Like the thing I want to do for 2019 for our podcast is start a Patreon. And uh, one of the things we thought about is, you know, Patreon. Uh, as you know, Patreon has goals. And if you meet certain financial goals, you do something. Like you know, the whole idea is, hey, if you know, um, we if we start making uh, hundred dollars a month, we'll start doing this or something, or do this little show or whatever. So my thought is, for every like hundred dollars a month we get, or you know whatever increment we choose, fifty dollars, ten dollars, whatever, uh, for every increment that we reach, I watch and review a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, literally starting at his beginning of his career. So I think it's uh was it Gilbert Grape or or something? I think it was on... I thought it was like
1: Chud Two or something like some ridiculous whatever it is movie.
2: I will do a basically a Lena Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio retrospective look at every single movie he's ever been in and do a review on it.
0: Now, now we're going to have to put like a screen time amount on there. We can't, we can't have the five second account.
2: No, I, I, I will actually, I, and I will not fast forward. I will watch all the scenes. Like if we're, if people are paying for this, they're going to get their money's worth and Jake's going to sit and watch it every single minute of a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio's in, and watch every single one. Yes, that, that, now, that's
0: my that's my goal. Now, now on Patreon, can I do a flat donation? Can I just do like twenty five <laughs> bucks outright? Um,
2: well, technically, you I guess you can, kind of, because the way Patreon works is you set up for a monthly amount. Like right. you say, okay, I want to spend five dollars a month. In the first of the month, every month, five dollars comes out of your checking account. Okay. And it's justonia. So you could, but you could say twenty five dollars, boom, and then cancel it after it comes out.
0: Okay, because I was going to say, if we can just do a flat amount, I'll, I'd say whoever throws the most in, say, the month of February, or whenever you guys get a chance to get it set up, whoever throws the most amount that month over, say, 20 bucks gets to pick the movie. Okay.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like the idea that the, the, or the single biggest subscriber of that month or something gets to pick the movie that Tom and I both get to joy, the joy of watching and reviewing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Because I'd like to, you know, there's definitely movies I'd like to make Tom watch. Oh, you've made me watch some shitty
1: ones, sir. Not nearly as bad as a movie as you've made me watch. Yes, because Cool Hand Luke is such an awful movie.
0: Now, let me, let me say this about, about movies, Tom, because there's a particular store that I go into. Uh, I, I think I've talked about it with you guys before called Second and Charles. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like GameStop and uh, Books A Million got together and had a kid. Uh, and it's actually owned by Books A Million, so that kind of makes sense. But uh, every single time I go in, I walk over to the movie section, and I look for a copy of They Live. Nice. Because I went in, I took a picture of the fucking thing and sent it to you one time, and I didn't buy it like a dumbass.
2: <laughs> I actually enjoyed enjoyed it. They Live yeah I, mean, I think it I think it's definitely a movie that could warrant a good like uh you know high budget remake, but I did
0: enjoy the movie, yeah yeah i I look for it and I just god damn it, I should have just bought it when I sent Tom that picture <laughs> uh, but uh yeah. yeah, it's
1: easy enough to get anymore though I mean uh, I think they actually have like a
0: like a really cool special edition of it out uh on blue right now.' Oh, fuck between that and your patreon, just take my money, sir. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that was another thing that I I saw some people catching shit on uh, rightly so. And and you guys probably see this at conventions and shit. Um, it's like these people that want free commissions. It's oh, like, yeah,
2: free Yeah, 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 there are people who will bitch and moan about uh having to pay m- pay money for an artist to draw something yes that, that yeah that is in fact a real yeah, that I... is in fact, now, now granted um tom and i have lots of experience tom more than me because tom tom's uh, I'll, first and i'll tell right now tom's definitely the bigger autograph hunter than i am and tom has some great stories he could spend the next hour telling stories of you know uh sketches he got in books like he just went for someone's autograph and next thing you know they're chatting with them and they're drawing something in their thing and that 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 actually happens to tom quite often i've never had it mm-hmm. i've never had that moment with me i got a, a couple little quick sketches but nothing nearly what tom gets but yeah people who people don't understand artists in comics especially do not get paid what you think oh, no. a lot of people they they, they get paid a page rate um and they're, I mean, these guys are not getting out in limousines. These guys are not making the crazy money that you might think. And in fact, most of their money comes from conventions. Yep. Like it, it's actually kind of like, uh, uh, it's kind of like porn stars and strippers, a little bit of a, yep. a little bit of a actually, correlation.
1: It's, you know, it's por- very appropriate comparison. Porn
2: stars do not make as much money from the movies, but because of their movie and the popularity of the movies they did. Then they get to charge an outrageous amount when they go strip. Like they, yep. they those who are those, of course, you know some only. There, there are exceptions to the rule, like anything, you know. But yeah, they most of their money come well, with artists. Most of their money comes from those sketches and selling their original pages. That's why it's so important for them to have in their contract that they get to keep their original artwork. You know, yep. Tom and I, Tom and I, I'm sure both of our our comic rooms, our walls are littered with original pages that we have bought over the years. I was actually just uh, cleaning up my comic room a little bit tonight and reorganizing a few things and looking over all my original pages. But yeah, that's that and sketches and other things about you know this. That's what these guys make their money from. So of course they're going to charge because those that you know that's how they pay their bills.
1: Now the thing that blew my mind when I first uh, found out about it is that you go to a comic convention. I was always under the assumption that because that was what was getting people to walk through the door, that the promoters would pay the uh way and the room and board for the people that were actually guests i
2: actually always thought that too yeah
1: i think not only do they have to pay their own way and pay their own hotel room but they actually have to pay for the table they pay the promoter to be there really i i I think i think there
2: there are exceptions like i think there are yeah for like like, like the big names a
1: special guest yeah like if yeah i guarantee you stanley didn't have to pay for a table ever yeah but the people the people in artist alley did yeah exactly yeah even a lot of the bigger names have to yep and where their yeah, table is i at, have no idea where their
2: table is at too makes a big difference mm-hmm. like if you're on the end like an end cap
0: yeah yeah So you're
2: so so, you, so or you, you, or are you can draw uh, feet are, are you <laughs> uh i know who you're talking about um so are you... so i i i guess i didn't notice about you are do you do you go to comic book conventions
0: uh no, I have not been to one in some time. Uh, I went to New York City Comic Con one time. This was back oh god like oh4 Um, hmm. holy fuck, expensive. And yeah,
2: that that show is on my twenty twenty list. Maybe twenty twenty one. I wanted to say this year. Like, really wanted to say this year. Of course, I really wanted to say last year too. Uh, I'm being realistic and saying maybe next year. I know it's gonna be really expensive, but. I think it's definitely one of those. As a Comic Con collect uh, Comic Con guy, I feel like I have to mark that off my bucket list.
0: Yeah, and see, part part of my problem too was, you know, we we took mass transit, so I already felt really fucking weird before I even got there. And then
1: I could see where I yeah. yeah and
0: then and then you know not uh, you know the, the cosplay was I mean mind you it was really good. I mean, you could immediately look at somebody and be like, "That's Lara Croft." You know, that's Blanca from Street Fighter Two. You know, there was there there wasn't quite the spread that there is nowadays, where it's like, "Hey, look, obscure uh, Japanese comic book number 48. Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and it it just it was very foreign, you know, despite being pretty much in the same building where like the uh, the International Auto Show comes through. You know, I'd go to that and be like, oh, yeah, it's my thing. And then it's like, wait, what? Huh? Why? Why? Why is she? Why is she wearing? She's, I'm
1: uh, always interested in seeing people kind of take in their first show. Yeah. Because it, it definitely is kind of a cross between culture shock and sensory overload. It, it is. It really is. I remember... When I first started
2: going to these conventions, um, actually, it's Motor City Comic Con, the one you mentioned earlier. Uh, Tom and I have been going, I think, for years. And it used to be uh, they would, uh, it was in a big building, but the con wasn't that big. So they would do like half the convention would be a comic book convention, and there'd be a wall up and stuff. But on the other side, there might be like a craft show. So you'd be having (laughs) one line of people who are there to by like dolls or something or a doll convention or something like that. And on the other hand, you got freaking Darth Vader, you know, it's just completely, or the insane clown posse or something weird that was there. Hey bro, check uh, out my
0: Deadpool quilt.
2: My, one of my, one of
0: my favorite,
2: <laughs> one of my favorite moments is, Tom and I were staying in a hotel. I don't know. Tom, this might be one of those times. Sometimes my memory is not as good. I can't remember if it was you or if I'm remembering it, if this was our, our good buddy John Stump. But I remember staying at a hotel, and it was next to a convention center. And there was a wedding
1: that year. No, 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 no. We weren't staying at the hotel. The convention was in the hotel. Oh, okay. It was down in Livonia. Okay. It was the first year of... Oh, uh, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit fanfare. Fan yep. Yes, and they had some, like seven weddings in that hotel at the exact same time. Yes,
2: and you could tell that the people because
1: I've also worked in the a resort. Oh, the brides were pissed. Oh yeah, I've worked
2: in the resort business too, and uh, the whole bridezilla thing is a real thing. These people do go crazy, and the worst part are the mothers of the brides. But yeah, they were super. You could tell they were pissed. Because here they are trying to take, like, uh, you know, nice wedding photos. They just got back from the wedding, and they want to do a bunch of photos. Yeah, in the Batman walking in the back, And people are walking, like... And, and granted, some of the comic people, I could tell, maybe were being a little... I don't think they it intentionally, or if they were just not being very observant. And when someone's taking a big photo, and they're, like, walking right in between... <laughs> in between the photo being taken. Again, they're in there freaking Batman or a zombie walks by, and, yeah. It's, uh... Good times. It was a very fun memory moment. And those and those yes. and those
0: people are gonna, you know, five years down the road, they're gonna have kids. And they're gonna, the kids are gonna look up at that wedding picture and be like, "Daddy, was Batman was, at your wedding? Yeah, was Thor in your wedding?" <laughs> be like, "Well, you know, yes, was son. He, was the,
1: he was the bartender."
0: <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! So, uh, yeah, uh, the other show we talked about. Oh, talked yeah, about Jake. Um, now you and I were talking about this a little bit, uh, I don't know, about, uh, two weeks ago, Tom, mm-hmm. and you have some really mind boggling shit going on, uh, with your side project here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it started out where it was, uh, myself and Peter from Podstalgic where yeah. we were just going to do like an episode by episode review of Cobra Kai. Next thing I know he's getting interviews with a lot of the cast members next thing I know we're being followed by the showrunners. We're actually trading DMS back and forth with the showrunners and I'm trying to kind of take it all in myself just because I'm having a hard time believing it and it's happening to me. Yeah. I I give
2: Tom a lot of shit like treating, treating uh, that show like the other woman, but in all honesty, I am nothing but proud of what he's been managed to pull off with this thing. Like this is really—that
1: is not. That's not me. That is all, Peter.
2: That's just because, Tom, you can't take a fucking compliment. But yeah, no, no, no. no. Oh, hey, look, Tom's all like the my wife.
1: And... <laughs> no, no, he's it, the one that lines it wasn't up all the me. It was the other that.
2: guy. I was just there.
1: <laughs> well, Jake, I—I I, I don't think you'll take this the wrong way. I think you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. I am the Jake <laughs> of that show.
2: <laughs> that actually uh, is a very accurate description <laughs> of, of the the lazy half of the Jake and Tom Conquer the World podcast. I'm on the
0: outside looking in, and I'm nodding, going, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got you kind of got when, something there. And you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot argue with you on that
2: one. Oh shit! We're gonna interview who? Okay, sure. Okay. When am I going to be on? All right, sure. I'll show up. Really? You set <laughs> ha- up what?
0: And how do I pronounce his name? My Ma- oh, God I, Nothing I hate more is when I fuck up someone's name. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, who was it? That's why I shortened it
1: down to just TRB. Oh, I think it was Derek Robertson. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And because he uh, spells his name incorrectly, you kind of had to keep asking him how to pronounce Derek.
2: Yeah, because like I
1: know Derek, but it's like at the same time the way he it's spoke spelled spelled like
2: Derek. Like, am I uh, uh, how do you pronounce this? Der- Dur- 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 <laughs> no, no, Derek. Derek. No, it's Derek. It's fucking Derek. Oh well,
1: you spell your name the wrong way, dude. Exactly. Uh, That's not how English works. Apparently, your parents are dumb and they spelled your name wrong. <laughs> hey, you know the dude's in his late forties. After a while, you got to stop blaming the parents. <laughs> That's very true.
2: Uh, yeah. by the way, if you listen to the show by the way still
1: agree we love you it. thank you for being out yes yes don't get us blacklisted now jake
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's something we'll have to figure out too is uh you know hey who are we gonna get blocked by <laughs> be another uh, be an- that, that
1: did turn into a bit of a sport with the couch party it crew did. See, I, I preemptively by the way blocked leonardo DiCaprio a long time ago
2: Ah, oh, <laughs> damn you jake <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let him block me. I'm going to block him.
1: <laughs> and, and, and in my head. I can't remember, Ranty. Did I tag you in the picture that I took of myself watching a Leonardo DiCaprio yes. movie? Yes. On Jake's television in Jake's house. Yes, yes. I
2: remember this moment.
1: Yes, you did. I also. I also. Got, I I got also
0: new TV. One of my favorite episodes um, from, from the whole couch party uh, spectrum was uh, The Two of You, HAB and Roe from Project Archivist, uh, tweeting at fearing Jake
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: instead of at fear the Jake. I haven't checked on him in a while. And not realizing it for like a half an hour. Well, didn't we... We didn't actually say
1: anything. We just sent random gifts of Leonardo DiCaprio I, and clowns. Because yes. I messaged him,
2: honestly, and I'm going to reply back. I don't think he's very active on uh, Twitter. No, nah, of course, I, I, I'm not something active on Twitter
0: either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was. But yeah, it literally went like 30 minutes before somebody before somebody said, "Wait a minute, what what's Jake's Twitter handle?" <laughs> and I think I think it was Roe had been sending them wrong the whole time. <laughs> oh God, I love that. Mm. One of my favorites. And uh, you know what? We're gonna close out this show here uh, in just a second. with One of our favorites. Uh, and I mean, come on, it's couch party. We're, what kind of show would it be without a Thunderdome? Um, which I will have
1: one that I would have an easier time falling asleep
0: afterwards. (laughs) No, this, this one's actually pretty tame. Florida man's, uh, I I had to scroll a bit for one that was, uh, I don't know, fun, you know, guy
1: reminds me, I was, I was watching Beavis and Butthead a couple days ago and I couldn't help but think of you because they were watching some random teen mom thing. This is when they, uh, did their little comeback thing Yep. And out of nowhere, they're looking at, you know, the trailer park people who are getting into fights in front of the cops, and one of them just goes, Wait a second. This is
0: Florida, <laughs> isn't it? And it was followed up with uh I'd hit it. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, look at the knockers on her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, god damn it, you boys leave my television alone. <laughs> Caught you in here the last four days whacking watching live PD. Just oh, by the way, is a great show. Great show.
1: Thank you. Yeah, my my big fear is I'm going to have uh, that on. I'll recognize one of my cousins.
0: Oh, I I just have to I just have to thank Matt for turning me onto that show because <laughs> now it's literally like a Friday night thing. The wife and I, you know, pour a drink and sit on the couch. Everybody's like, "Oh, know, yeah, you guys going to have a nice relaxing night in?" And I'm like, "Actually, we're going to laugh our asses off and drink." <laughs> so, oh, oh, go did you go to the red box. What what movie did you did you get? Oh no 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 no. <laughs> it's <laughs> live PD bitches, and they're just oh, what? What have you what's checked that back? show
2: out, Jake? I know nothing of what you're talking about.
0: Look, it doesn't it's have Leo the
2: like Cops, you're except safe. it's live. It's live PD. Tea- what was what this? Live PD. Live PD. Is this like a online thing, or is this an actual like network uh, television show? It's on A and Yeah,
0: A All, right. All right, I'm checking this out. It's, it's, uh, my personal favorite was, uh, I don't know, it's been about three weeks now. And a lady was talking about, they keep hacking into my bank account and they keep doing this and they keep doing that. And the officer's going, well, who are they? So we can stop them. And she goes, well, I don't know. They might be aliens. And I'm, <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay. And she goes, yeah, see? And they, they slashed my tire. I just got done fixing it. And now before the camera pans, I hear slashed my tire. All right. That insinuates a knife in the sidewall, not like a nail in the tread. Obviously, we know the difference. One, you can patch it. The other one, you're buying a fucking tire. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just clicked in my head right off the bat. And I went, this bitch is going to have duct tape on her fucking tire. (laughs) (laughs) And sure as shit, that camera panned right. And there is gray, you know, your your standard gray duct tape, followed by a few layers of green duct tape, and just a giant fucking balloon blowing up in the middle of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you fixed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. She literally put duct tape on her tire. And, you know. Wow. But guess where it was?
2: Florida. Florida.
0: Only Florida. That's right, because this is Thunderdome. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome, ladies and
1: gentlemen, boys and girls. Dying times here. We need to figure out a way to get uh, HAB's laugh edited into that uh, <laughs> that intro now. Oh yeah, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that squared away. That's not even fun. if we have uh, Randy doing his impersonation of it, <laughs> we got to get it in there somehow.
0: Hey, I, I I can make these things happen. I can make it happen. <laughs> this is Thunderdome. So uh, the title of this one was uh, oh God, yeah this is what happens when you screenshot stuff thinking you're getting ahead and saving. Uh, okay, so anyways, basically this dude's just a fucking idiot. Uh, let's see Spring Hill, Florida. Spring Hill man was arrested for shoplifting after his job interview at Kohl's, deputies say. Oh. Yeah.
1: Classy. Yeah. Wait, he
2: was shoplifting at the place that he had his job interview? Yes. <laughs>
0: Classy. Uh, does, after, does it say in there if he got the job? Uh, we will read further. Okay. Because there's a couple things that pop in here now that I, I had to question after I initially read it. Uh, after the interview, Breedlove, or wait a minute, let's see, uh, he was identified as Dominic Breedlove, arrived at the store around 3.20 p.m.
1: Breedlove? Yeah. That is an awesome name. Breedlove. I mean, it's a stripper name, but it's an awesome name.
0: But see, this is where Jake would fuck it up because Dominic is not spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> Dominic with a C and a K at the end.
2: You don't
0: need both. So he'd be like, Hey, no, what's up, Dominic
2: that's, c- c- that's like wings. That's, in just that's like wings and
0: a cape. <laughs> uh, let's see. Says he arrived at the store around 3 20 PM Wednesday and proceeded to human resources for a job interview. Hernando County deputies say after the interview, breed love walked over to the shoe department, found a pair of Nike sneakers without a security tag, then went to his car to get a Coles bag from a previous shopping trip and proceeded back to the shoe department, according to a loss prevention officer who was watching him. Now, first of all, that entire paragraph, one fucking sentence. Where is this article out of? Is it a Florida paper? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm going to assume so.
1: Okay, yeah, all right.
0: But I mean, let's count the commas here. One, two, three, four, five commas.
2: That would drive my wife, the writer, insane.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But here's so here's what gets me. The last sentence, or the last, excuse me, fragment of that 8,000 word sentence according to a loss prevention officer who was watching him, how shitty did you look going into an interview that loss prevention immediately started watching you? (laughs)
1: uh i've i've seen people show up to interviews wearing tore up wife beaters pajama bottoms and flip flops
2: i've done interviews i could tell you a whole story about that lots of stories about that oh yeah uh hey hey real quick uh quick pause in the moment i really gotta go pee can i go for it? it bow out for a quick second
0: And now we return you to the couch party. All right. Well, Jake is back from making the pee-pee. I went do pee-pee in potty. Yeah, we're so proud of you, big guy. All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's because everybody's asleep. There's nobody to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <agree>. uh, good. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's see. Where were we? Uh, yeah, so the security officer. Uh, pretty shitty dress for the interview, obviously. Or... In its Thunderdome, I don't know. Maybe he's fucking tweaking. Who knows? Um, the officer told deputies Breedlove walked to the customer service desk, then back to the shoe department when he saw the long line, and then took another pair of shoes and left the store. Breedlove was. Taken. Oh, so
1: he tried getting two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Looks like he,
0: yeah, he got out of the store with two pairs of shoes.
1: Well, you know what? That shows initiative.
0: Well, and and furthermore, I think he, any
1: employer would appreciate that.
0: Well, not only that, but he also, you know, he made sure he had a Kohl's bag. He was loyal. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, brand loyalty and, you know, just trying to maximize profits. I mean. I don't know. I'm thinking of Icarus who flew too close
2: to the flame. He was out. (laughs) He had one pair of shoes. Yep. And he got out the door uncaught. But then he got greedy.
0: Yep. Said uh, Breedlove was taken into custody in the parking lot. Deputies say he had one pair of women's Nike Air Bella TR shoes, which I oh,
1: thought so he was thinking of his girl. I was yeah. thinking, yeah, he's doing this for gifts.
0: Well, uh, uh, once again, it's Thunderdome. Maybe he's performing. Breedlove
1: sounds like a hell of a guy.
0: I guess to say, it, it could be Breed Love. You know, the transgender dancer wearing those shoes. Who knows?
2: Uh, no, those were for his mama. Eh, it could trying, be. To
0: her, trying to get trying to gear something nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was, was this around Christmas time?
2: The Breed Love story I'm telling in my head is, is <laughs> a story of tragedy and bad choices.
0: Yes, lots of those. Uh, so, yeah, the one pair of shoes and another pair of shoes valued at $70. Jake, to answer the million dollar question, the sheriff's office says Breed Love did not get the job.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I love how they just went to the sheriff's office. They didn't call Coles, like, hey, did you hire this guy? The sheriffs are just like, no, uh, seriously. They didn't hire him.
2: No, He's I'm out. thinking, I, I can see the Coles manager, well, it is a hard time of year. We need everybody we can get. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas season, you know.
0: I mean, fuck, it was the only guy this week to pass a drug test, and then he went and stole.
2: Uh, I work for a job that uh, if you can pass a drug test, you're pretty much guaranteed to hire <laughs> at
0: this point. Oh, my God. The apartment complex we used to live in, it, I think the entire hiring thing was, do you own a wrench? <laughs> All right, you're hired. God, that place was the worst, but pales compared to Thunderdome. Sometimes, so we've been at it for a while, guys, and uh, yeah, it's I a fun
2: conversation.
0: Yeah, I can't thank you enough. I, I I like how you know it's it's really just us just bullshitting around talking. Um, that's,
2: that's couch party, not not nutshell, though.
0: Exactly. Oh yeah, and and furthermore, for your listeners, you know, because you guys do and not always have like a structure to your shows and, and same with, you know, all the other guys and girls, uh, in the couch party crew. But, you know, there's, there's more of a, not a rigidness, but, uh, there's a certain flow that's established maybe before the show starts, you know, Hey, we're going to hit this, this, and this, and we'll kind of bullshit in between. Um, I mean, there's, there's no script here. We're just,
1: well, the best description I've ever read of our show is imagine you're sitting at a bar and you're overhearing two geeks who are drinking their beers, discussing and arguing about pop culture. Uh, and that's our show. Yeah. Sometimes we'll talk about comic books. Sometimes we'll talk about movies. Sometimes we'll talk about Jake's porn obsession. You know, it just depends on what the mood uh, strikes us with.
0: And and you know what? That's the best kind of show to have, I think. Yeah. And the fact that uh, that you guys took time out to... Come and relaunch the couch party with me today and, uh you know, be the... Took time player. out. Man, I was waiting all day for this. <laughs> 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 well, other than you getting to play the Switch that you have, because that's what I'm going to go do now, now before I go to bed. There Actually, you go. Eh, fuck it, I think I'm going to have some more Knob Creek Call of the Night.
2: Uh, I'm thinking about going and playing some Red Dead Redemption 2.
0: That's what I'm thinking about doing. Well, see, see if you can My find kid- the... My See if kids you can find events. the mission where you have to take the protesting women like across town or something.
2: I literally just started playing it tonight. And oh. spent 10 minutes crouched down because I couldn't figure out how to get upright. I'm really bad at video <laughs> games. I've reached a point where it's like, I'll, all, all I hear is Yoda, too old, too old to begin the training. That's all I think. Yeah. About. Like, I, I just can't. What is this, a joystick? I, what, Wait,
0: I'm going to say, it's a lot easier, though, if you just sit on the couch instead of crouching, trying to figure out how to play a game.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I can see it now. Jake, Jake just in a very low squat like, I mean, it, this is how the kids play. Not... <laughs> Motion control, right? First person
2: shooters are the, are the worst for me. I'm this who? Well, Dad, why are you just standing in the corner and walking in the circle? I can't figure out what to do.
0: are <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, fuck this. Let's go play for real. Get your paintball guns, kids.
2: <laughs> I will whip his ass on that.